My name is Zach Arnold. I'm a Hollywood film and television editor, a documentary director, father of two, an American Ninja Warrior in training, and the creator of Optimize Yourself. For over 10 years now, I have obsessively searched for every possible way to optimize my own creative and athletic performance, and now I'm here to shorten your learning curve. Whether you're a creative professional who edits, writes, or directs, you're an entrepreneur, or even if you're a weekend warrior, I strongly believe you can be successful without sacrificing your health or your sanity in the process. You ready? Let's design the optimized version of you. Hello and welcome to the Optimize Yourself podcast. If you're a brand new optimizer, I welcome you and I sincerely hope that you enjoy today's conversation. If you are inspired to take action after listening today, why not tell a friend about this show and help spread the love? And if you're a longtime listener and optimizer OG, welcome back. Whether you're brand new or you're a seasoned vet, if you have just 10 seconds today, it would mean the world to me if you clicked the subscribe button in your podcast app of choice because the more people that subscribe, the more that iTunes and the other platforms can recognize this show, and thus the more people that you and I can inspire to step outside their comfort zones to reach their greatest potential. And now on to today's show, which to be honest is going to be a bit of an experiment. As a longtime listener, you already know how much I love to do in-depth interviews on a variety of topics, whether that's allowing everyday people to share their personal and their inspirational journeys, or industry experts and world-renowned authors who share their expertise to help you optimize a specific area of your life. But today, what I want to do instead is give you an insider's glimpse into the world of my optimizer coaching and mentorship program and what we call the hot seat. What you're going to hear today is a recording of an actual live session with an Optimizer student where on the hot seat, we tackle various questions, whether that's about career transitions, productivity, workflows, networking, burnout, habit formation, resumes and websites, and any other number of work-life challenges that students bring to the table as they navigate their own paths toward success. In the following Hot Seat session, community member Chris Salters has some questions about building his network and selling himself better on his portfolio website's About page. He is currently editing commercials, and he's looking to get into higher-end commercials and film projects. Chris wants to better understand what it takes to be the editor that directors keep calling back for more work. If you find these sessions valuable, we're going to be sharing Hot Seat Fridays with you every week that are going to be jam-packed with practical, real-world strategies that you can easily apply to your own lifestyle and career to send you off with an action plan for the next Monday ahead. And if after listening to this, you're wishing that you could schedule your own hot seat session, I invite you to join our community of optimizers, where you are going to find all the support and connections you need to optimize every aspect of your life. Just go to optimizeyourself.me slash optimizer to learn more about the various coaching and mentorship options available so you and I can start working together today. All right, without further ado, here is today's Hot Seat Friday session with Chris Salters, made possible today by our amazing sponsors Evercast and ErgoDriven, who are going to be featured just a bit later in today's episode. And as a quick reminder, to subscribe so you don't miss the next interview just like this one, please visit optimizeyourself.me slash podcast. Let's chat. What's going on? So... I get the idea of reaching out to people that are a few years ahead of me in kind of the position that I, I want to be in and asking for their advice, things that they've done to get to that point. 
But my question revolves more around, so after I've talked to these people, a lot of the answers I'm getting back. So for everybody else in the room, I'm interested in really taking my editing career into um, high-end brand films, high-end commercials, um, short docs, things like that. And when I speak to some of these editors that do this, a lot of their responses are coming back that they have this, this network of people that they know, which is to be expected. But a lot of their network is directors that they have grown, like commercial directors that they have grown close to, that they've done a lot of work with. And that's where a lot of their work comes from outside of the agencies that hire them. So what is, I guess, what is my ask for, like, if I, I find a director, hypothetically, you know, that's cut these commercials, I really like his work, her work, what do I reach out to? Because ultimately, I am wanting to figure out a way to get a job, but I know I don't want to ask that. What, what is that angle? Got it. So the, to clarify, the angle is, what am I asking when I reach out to directors that I want to work with? Basically, directors, producers, like somebody, essentially somebody that is not in the position that I want to have, but somebody who will put me in that seat. They will hire me to go in that seat. Gotcha. So you basically, you've gone from the step of, I need to reach out to people doing what I want to do next, just to better understand how they do it. But eventually, you have to get yourself in front of the people that are actually going to hire you and pay you money to do the job that you want to do, right? Exactly. So for example, if I want to edit a high-end scripted television, and I'm not sure how it works, I want to connect with other successful high-end scripted television editors. But editors don't actually hire me. Showrunners hire me. That's right. Producers hire me. Directors hire me. So you're at the stage where I feel confident that I know the things I need to know, but how do I actually pitch myself to these people to get hired? Exactly. What what does that step look like? Got it. All right. So do you know exactly what specific directors are looking for in their editors and why they keep hiring the same people over and over and over? No, I don't. So I guess that would be a good question. That would be something that I would certainly want to know. And this is something that I've reached out to other directors and editors uh, to learn more about earlier in my career. At one point, and this this I think is the goal of every editor, is they just want to find their Scorsese. I just want to work with one director and every time they make a movie, I just cut it for them and then I take vacations in between and I never have to look for work, right? And those days don't really exist anymore, but I wanted to understand why does that happen? What are the components of being a great editor that make people call you back and have you number one on their contact list? And that's now a reputation that I have with several directors where when they have projects that come up and they have control over who they want to hire, I get a text message. Reaching out to see if you're available. If not, I'll look elsewhere. Mm-hmm. But I'm the first person on that list. But the reason that happened is because I better understood what are the components that make me as a scripted long form editor want to not just get jobs, but have people constantly come back to me and ask me to do the, the jobs again. And I'm assuming that some of the core components of creative collaboration apply. But in the world of high end branded films and advertising, it might be a little bit different. But one of the angles that I would take is connecting with directors that are doing the kind of high-end branded work that you admire and not pitching them, but better understanding their process and how they look for editors. No, that makes uh, makes perfect sense. And I guess- If you got a really good answer to that, is that going to move you forwards? Yes, because it shows me what I need to show myself. Like, I guess, pitch myself. Because, I mean, I have that relationship with a few producers and studios that I work with where, like, I, I am their person that they call. And that just kind of came about naturally. But when you're, for lack of a better word, trying to force it um, to, like, really make somebody know that, get somebody to know that you exist, basically, 
that's where I'm kind of like, well, I can send the cold email with like, here's my portfolio and whatever, but you know, they get a million of those and they're never going to look at it. I, I like that this starts the conversation. What I don't want you to do is force it because forcing it isn't going to work. Looking back at the relationships that you have with people currently in your network where you're the go-to person, it sounds like you've already established these kinds of relationships, just not with projects that you really want to be doing anymore, correct? Basically. And you said, it just, you said it just happened naturally, but I bet it wasn't quite as natural as you think. It was effort. So I think one of the things that you need to do, and again, this is something I've done in the past, reach out to the people where you already have that relationship and ask why. Just be very candid. If these are people you've worked with in the past and you have a good relationship, just ask them. I'm really curious to know what are the qualities about me that make me one of the first, if not the first person that you call for your next job. I want you to really very clearly understand what is it about you that's already put you in this position because those are skills that are transferable to doing it in a different medium. You're already a go-to guy. You're not trying to figure out how do I be the go-to editor. You're just trying to figure out how do I become the go-to editor for directors doing high-ended branded commercial and documentary work. Yes. So you already have the foundation to make this happen. You just need to transfer that skill somewhere else. So I guess my question then is, so I get these, I get these qualities back. The reason why the people that I work with, why they like coming to me, how do I transfer that to somebody else? Like how do, how do I tell somebody else, Hey, I'm really great. Check me out. You don't. (laughs) That's not the approach that you take at all. Mm -hmm. The approach you take instead is finding people doing work that you really admire and letting them know you admire it and why. And using that as your opportunity to start the conversation with them. Mm-hmm. And the conversation starts by just barely getting your foot in the door and wanting to learn a little bit more about the process of collaboration in their specific world. Gotcha. And the way that you word things, the language that you're using, you're going to make it pretty clear very quickly. You're already playing the game at a high level. Yeah. It's not, hi, I'm some guy that's a you know PE teacher in Kansas and I'm interested in editing high branded films, and I love your high branded films, you're already in this world. You're just, you're making a slight transition to working with a different level of director on slightly different projects with different clients. Mm -hmm. But you're already a seasoned pro, and your language is gonna convey that, but I don't want you forcing it and reaching out and saying, hey, I saw your work. By the way, I'm awesome, and we'd be a great fit. Mm -hmm. I'm not gonna respond to that. But if you're genuinely trying to connect as a human being, and you spend some real time doing some research on me and my body of work and showing how my work had an impact on you, I'm most likely going to respond if your ask is clear enough and I feel like I can help. Understood. So that that's where I would go next. Okay. Is who are people that I just want to build relationships with and learn more so I can fill some of these knowledge gaps. Mm-hmm. Don't even think about pitching yourself. Yeah. And, and that, that was the big thing is it's like, I just didn't know what that second step was. And I guess it's all starting conversations. It's all starting conversations and slowly building relationships. That's where it starts. There are more steps after that, but that's the only step you need to worry about right now. Cool. Thank you. Is that it? I feel pretty comfortable. Um, that's, that's essentially what I wanted out of that. I mean, I'm happy to answer more. Can you pull up my website and we can look at my about page real quick? Yes, sir. That's just chrisalters.com. Yep. Who's reading your about page? So the people reading my about page are the people that I want to hire me. And those are whom? Um, those are directors and producers, typically, of these commercials, short docs, brand films, things like that. So now with a little bit more specificity, the directors and producers of the kinds of projects you're already doing or the projects that you hope to be doing next? 
bit of both. How much crossover is there between them? 60-40. I mean, it's, it's like, I like what I do. I want to do it on a higher level is what I'm essentially trying to do. Got it. So it's, it's and I guess the, I'll give you a, a more concrete example. Let's say that I was in the world of scripted television and I've done nothing but horror TV shows for the last 10 years. Sure. Right. So I've got Bly Manor and House on Haunted Hill and The Hills Have Eyes, like all these TV series that are these, you know, high profile things on Netflix, Stranger Things, whatever it might be using the, you know, going back to Kevin Ross at the beginning of the hot seats. Mm -hmm. And I decide that I want to work on the revival of The Office. What's the likelihood that if I have all of that horror stuff and it's the pinnacle of my website and it's the only thing on there that somebody's going to look at my website and say, oh yeah, we should consider this person for the, the new spinoff of The Office. Yeah, not much. Zero. So that's kind of the, that would be the wide end of the spectrum where it's painfully obvious that the approach of here's everything I've done in the past isn't going to apply with where you want to go next. Sure. My sincerest apologies for the interruption in the middle of this interview. But if you are a content creator or you work in the entertainment industry, not only is the following promo not an interruption, but listening has the potential to change your life because collaborating with Evercast is that powerful. Here's a brief excerpt from a recent interview that I did with Evercast co-founders, Brad Thomas and award-winning editor, Roger Barton. Living this lifestyle of a feature film editor has really had an impact on me. So I was really looking for something to push back against all of these lifestyle infringements that are imposed on us, both by schedules and expectations. When you guys demoed Evercast for me that first time, my jaw hit the floor. I'm like, oh my God, this is what I have been waiting for for a decade. I also had the same reaction when I first saw Evercast. Two words came to mind, game changer. Our goal honestly is to become the Zoom for creatives, whatever it is you're streaming, whether it's editorial, visual effects, pro tools for music composition, live shot cameras. It's consistent audio and video, lip sync always stays in sync. Whether you're in a live session where you're getting that feedback immediately or you can't get it immediately, so you record the session and you can share those clips with people on the production team where there's no room for any confusion. It's like, this is exactly what the director wants. This is exactly what the producer wants. What matters most to me is it makes the entire process more efficient, which then translates to us as creatives who spend way too much time in front of computers. We get to shut it down and we get to go spend time with our friends and family. The biggest complaint, and I'm sure you guys have heard this many, many times, this looks amazing, I just can't afford it. Tesla had to release the Model S before they released the Model 3. So by the end of the year, we are going to be releasing a sub $200 version a month of Evercast for the freelancer and indie creatives. Anyone who is a professional video creator outside of Hollywood. I think what we've learned over the last few months is that this technology can translate to better lives for all of us that give us more flexibility and control while still maintaining the creativity, the creative momentum, and the quality of work. I cannot stress this enough. Evercast is changing the way that we collaborate. If you value your craft, your well-being, and spending quality time with the ones you love, Evercast now makes that possible for you and me. To listen to the full interview and learn about the amazing potential that Evercast has to change the way that you work and live, visit optimizeyourself.me slash Evercast. Now back to today's interview. So when you say 60-40, are you saying this website is 60% for the current work you're doing or 60% for the work you want to be doing next? This is the work I want to be doing next. I mean, to, to answer that question fully, like the whole redesign of my website that we talked about last week was for the purpose of getting people to know me better as an editor, 
um, and not necessarily look at the work that I had done previously. So does that help? Got it. It, it does help. And it sounds to me like there's, there's enough crossover that if I were the director or producer that's doing the higher end branded films, uh, advertising or documentary short content, and I look at yours, I would think, oh yeah, he's, he's already done this and he knows this world. I'm just not totally confident he's done it at the level that I'm doing it and I'm asking him to do it. Is that that's, fairly accurate? You nailed it. Got it. So uh, an example would be um, that let's say that I want to put together a documentary featurette about the making of Avatar. Mm -hmm. I would look at your work and say, he's done similar things, but he certainly hasn't done anything at the level of Avatar. Uh, no, I have. <laughs> okay, so then I, that's, what I, that's where I'm trying to find the disconnect is it doesn't sound to me like you're making as much of a leap or a stretch as you think you are. Well, and, and maybe I'm not. I guess the, the leap for me is now that I'm not in Hollywood, like featurettes are basically, you know, out of the question. But the brand films in the commercial side of things are where like I'm working on like a, a typical thing would be like a social media JCPenney spot. I want to elevate that to a, a Super Bowl commercial. Okay, that, now, now I got it. Yeah. So you, you just answered the question I was going to ask next. Give me an example of something you already have on your reel and the same thing at a much higher level, which you did. Yes. You've done social media campaigns for JCPenney, which are short branded ads. You want to be the, the guy that cuts the next major Super Bowl commercial for a major brand. There you go. How much intersection do you believe there is between the needs of the people doing the JCPenney social media ad and the person that is producing the Super Bowl commercial and their needs of their editor? Probably not the same. What do you think's the same and what do you think's different? I think that you're going to need somebody that understands how to tell a story in a very short amount of time. And you need somebody that's just confident in what they do. Somebody you can bounce creative off of. Because one of the things when working on the smaller campaigns, if you call it, um, on social media is it's, it's a little solitary. You're working with a team, but you have to bring your own ideas to the table where you're going to need that strong creative on the same side as doing one of these massive Super Bowl commercials to try things out in the edit room and you know make it make it work. What do you think are some of the things that are different? There's going to be a lot more handholding. Uh, well, maybe not handholding, but supervision on doing a Super Bowl commercial. I'm not going to be left to my own devices. There's going to be a lot of all right. You need to you know nudge this two frames that way. You know move that up this way, and you know a lot more back and forth, a lot more collaboration between the directors, producers, and all the other parties involved. Of all the things you mentioned that the Super Bowl commercial producer is looking for that the JCPenney social media producer might not be looking for because they're different worlds, having worked at the avatar level in Hollywood on featurettes, how much of that's true of the needs of the Super Bowl producer? Uh, very similar. Of all the things you just mentioned, how much of that's on your about page? A minimal amount. I would say very, very little of it. Right now, who is your about page about? Right now, it's about me attempting to answer questions for people that are not working on Super Bowl commercials. Yep. Right now, your about page is about you. Mm -hmm. Your about page needs to be about me. Mm -hmm. The Super Bowl producer that has a very specific set of needs for my editor, and you may not realize that you already meet all of the criteria mm -hmm. because you've worked on branded uh, advertising. And you know all the needs of those producers, but you've also worked at a very high level with a lot of supervision in Hollywood. But that's the story that's not being told on your about page right now. Gotcha.
if I see that you've worked at the highest levels in Hollywood on big featurettes, I know that you can handle a lot of supervision in 27 rounds of notes over four days and being at our beck and call nights and weekends when it's the day before picture lock and we air in three days. You get that world and you can handle that pressure. But as a, somebody that's edited social media pieces for JCPenney, you could never handle the kind of pressure and stress that come with the Super Bowl commercial, right? But I know that you can because you've worked in a different world and a different medium where you've already met that criteria. Sure. But when it comes to being self-sufficient, being able to, to bounce ideas back and forth and collaborate and be a self-starter, you have all those from being in the, the smaller world of working on social media pieces for JCPenney or Mary Kay, for example. Yeah. So I firmly believe that as a Super Bowl producer working on a huge high profile spot, you have all the criteria to do the job today. If you got hired and you were in the chair at 1 p.m. to cut your dream commercial, could you do it? Oh, yeah. No, no. That needs to be on the page. You need to break down for me all of my fears about hiring you, and those need to be on your about page. And I need to be able to go through and check them off. Check, check, check. All right, he meets all my criteria. It's at least worth meeting with him. Mm -hmm. A lot of times people think, number one, the about page is about them, which it's not. But number two, the about page needs to get you the job and you try too hard. The about page just needs to get you the interview. Mm -hmm. The rest of it's going to be covered in the interview. And I, I attempted that. And I get obviously without or with failing. But I mean, my, my goal was to not live on what I had done, but try to push the what that experience had, had brought me. Um, exactly. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you a microcosmic example of okay. how you're going to approach the about page a different way. So I'm going to give you a note on one tiny section and how you would extrapolate from that to achieve what we're talking about and then apply to the whole page. So it says, my post foundation was built grinding through the ranks of the high pressure, fast paced world of Hollywood's leading trailer house. First of all, I have to click on the button to find out who that is. Don't make me do any work. I want to actually know who that is. Sure. Was it a trailer park? Was it a mob scene? Was it X? Was it Y? Was it C? I want to know who that was so I don't have to click and go down a rabbit hole to answer that question. Mm -hmm. Ultimately, the skills learned there stop. I don't know what skills you learned there. Imagine instead saying, having grinded through the ranks of the high-pressure, fast-paced world of Hollywood's leading trailer house, and what, which one was it? Trailer Park. Trailer Park. Oh, okay, so there we go. So having gr grinded through the ranks of the high-pressure, fast-paced world of Hollywood's leading trailer house, Trailer Park, I learned what it takes to turn around 17 versions of notes in three days on a tight deadline manage multiple producers and creative directors, and still bring together a unified vision. If I'm a Super Bowl producer, does that help solve my problems? Yes, it does. Take that and do that on the whole page. Because you say, ultimately, the skills learned there. And I'm thinking, what, what skills? Avid? Avid? Exports? I don't know. Sure. You tell me what skills make my life easier. That's the job of this about page. Gotcha. Because right now, you don't have the experience on your website for me to know that you're a foregone conclusion. You're not a slam dunk. Mm -hmm. If you're going to do my next Super Bowl commercial, I can see that you might be able to do it, but I'm not sure. Mm -hmm. Because your past work doesn't convey that you've done 10 other Super Bowl commercials. So what you need to do is highlight the skills and abilities that translate to making my life easier and increasing my level of confidence that you are somebody worth giving a shot. Cool. That's great. Now, you've got a, you got a gift of words, sir. I appreciate that. I've, I've done one or two of these workshops before. So uh, it's taken me a little while to, to hone in and find, uh, find the sweet spot. But I, I think that that's, if you do that, 
the combination of the quality of your work, the quality of the presentation on the site, and the clarity of your story is going to open a lot of doors for you, especially when you start reaching out to other directors and producers just to start the conversation. And they ask, hey, why don't you send me a link to your site so I can maybe help answer some more of your questions? Sure. That's how the relationships build and you get on the referral list and eventually become number one on somebody's call list. Mm-hmm. All right, man. Well, thank you very much for a, a two for one today. You bet. Before closing up today's show, I would love to ask for just a couple additional minutes of your time and attention to introduce you to one of my new favorite products created by my good friend, Kit Perkins, who you may recognize as creator of the Topomat. Here is a brief excerpt from a recent interview that I did with Ergo Driven co-founder and CEO, Kit Perkins, talking about his latest product, New Standard Whole Protein. I'm into health and fitness generally, but I want it to be simple and straightforward. About a year, year and a half ago, I started adding collagen into my protein shakes. And man, the benefits were like more dramatic than any supplement I've ever seen. So I thought if I can just get this down to coming out of one jar and it's ingredients that I know I can trust and you just put it in water and you don't have to think about it. When people think of protein powders, they think, well, I don't want to get big and bulky. And that's not what this is about. To me, this is about repair. So a big part of what we're talking about here is you are what you eat. Your body's constantly repairing and rebuilding and the only stuff it can use to repair and rebuild is what you've been eating unfortunately as the years have gone by every day getting out of bed it's like you know two or three creaks and pops in the first couple steps and that i thought you just sort of live with now but yeah once starting the collagen daily or near daily it's just gone so for us job 1a here was make sure it's high quality and that's grass-fed 100 pasture-raised cows and then the second thing if you're actually going to do it every day it needs to be simple it needs to taste good well My goal is that for anybody that is a creative professional like myself that's stuck in front of a computer, number one, they're doing it standing on a topo mat. Number two, they've got a glass of new standard protein next to them so they can just fuel their body, fuel their brain. So uh, you and I, my friend, one edit station at a time are going to change the world. And even better for your listeners with code OPTIMIZE on either a one-time purchase or that first subscribe and save order, 50% off. So if you do that subscribe and save, that's 20% off and 50% off with code OPTIMIZE. That's a fantastic deal. If you're looking for a simple and affordable way to stay energetic, focused, and alleviate the chronic aches and pains that come from living at your computer, I recommend New Standard Whole Protein because it's sourced from high quality ingredients that I trust and it tastes great. To place your first order, visit optimizeyourself.me slash new standard and use the code optimize for 50% off your first order. Thank you for listening to today's episode of Hot Seat Fridays. If you find this new format valuable, please reach out and let us know. Just go to optimizeyourself.me slash contact to leave your honest feedback. And if after listening, you are wishing that you could schedule your own hot seat session, I invite you to join our community of optimizers, where you are going to find all of the support and connections you need to optimize every aspect of your life. Just go to optimizeyourself.me slash optimizer to learn more about the various coaching and mentorship options available so you and I can start working together. And as a quick reminder to subscribe so you don't miss future interviews just like this one, please visit optimizeyourself.me slash podcast. And a special thanks to our sponsors Evercast and ErgoDriven for making today's interview possible. To learn more about how to collaborate remotely without missing a frame and to get your real-time demo of Evercast in action, visit optimizeyourself.me slash Evercast. And to learn more about ErgoDriven and their brand new product that I am super excited about, New Standard Whole Protein, 
visit optimizeyourself.me slash new standard. Thank you for listening. Stay safe, healthy, and sane, and be well.